everyone, I'm Bailey. I'm Drew. And I'm Lacey. And, and we're, we're sarcastic, sarcastic, so let's get sinister. second episode i will be telling you guys about the disappearance of karen denise wells um she preferred to go by her middle name so i'll be referring to her as denise for the entire episode but just know that her name is karen denise wells my car's Um, name is denise who's my car oh okay (laughs) she's uh she goes by denise when she's feeling spicy oh is that an often occurrence for your car Mm -mm. okay well that's good Anyway. My caller's name is Lola. Alright. Wasn't that your car years ago? No, I had Sheila. Hank and Sheila. Which one did you crash the second day you had it? (laughs) That sounds like Sheila. Oh. No, Hank we thought would be a 10. I'm mad at Sheila. Mm. No, Sheila was your white car that lasted years. She was a solid girl. I think I'm backwards. I think it was Greg, Sheila, Hank. Yeah, Greg was before I met you. Sheila you had in college. When we started that ship. Mm-hmm. And then Hank, you got after yeah. Sheila and immediately crashed Sheila, it into a deer. I hit a deer on my way to work and totaled her. No, I, th- I day... prefer to say that you crashed her into a deer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that day, I was lucky enough to be able to go and get a new car. And the you next were day... holding my drink. Yeah, to hand it to you. Oh, okay. The next you day, drinking. I was on my way home from work and took a turn too fast in the snow. Was the deer okay? I called Drew. No, the deer died for sure. There's no evidence of that. Nobody was found. <laughs> yeah, it was so one the of those case? where it got up and kept running. I was like, oh, you're going to collapse in like two minutes. I don't know. Deers are pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, why I mean, they... my car was too, and it was totaled. So I don't feel yeah, good. Yeah, that's about why the they're strong. They tell you that if you're going to hit a deer, instead of slamming on your brakes, keep hitting it because it's easier to replace the windshield, which if you hit it, it'll uh-huh. hit the windshield. Versus, it'll just destroy your engine. That's what happened. I understand yeah. the logic. I don't know that I have it in me to floor I, it. I feel like, well, I feel like that's <laughs> just like instinctual. Like you're, if you see Something you're gonna hit something, your instinct stop. is to stop. Yeah. Rather so. than just gun it. I'll keep it in mind. Yeah. The next time. Anyway, let's get into Denise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so sorry. Denise, was um, she was one. born September twenty second, nineteen seventy. Yeah. So um, currently she would be fifty two years old, but. Um, Nobody has heard from her um, since 1994. So um, she was born to Bill and Diorma Wells. Um, she had blue hair, bluish green eyes. Sorry, blonde hair. Okay. I was like, she had blue hair. Okay. It was all it Bailey was the 70s. So I was like, like yeah. <laughs> especially because you went into like the blue eyes. It was like. Is she a smurf? It was a look. Okay. <laughs> it was a choice. Um, blonde hair, bluish green eyes, and um, if you're looking for her, she wore, wore glasses and she has a scar on her forearm. Which forearm? I think left, but oh, don't okay. hold me to that. Sorry, I'm asking. She is from questions. Haskell, Oklahoma. Um, Did you say Haskell? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's the company that brainwashed. Oh, okay. Connections. I was going to say, were you there? <laughs> I saw a girl there, too. <laughs> Did she have blue hair? <laughs> and blue hair. Um, scar. Mm-hmm. So, 
I couldn't find much information about her childhood other than that her parents are no longer together. Mm. But, um, so in 1992, she returned to Oklahoma from South Dakota where she was living with her biological father for a short time. Um, and she received a forgery conviction while living there. So she had some trouble in South Dakota and she returned to Haskell in 1992 when she would have been, what, 32? Mm-hmm. Um, and she returned pregnant Ooh. with a baby boy. Um, she gave birth to her son, William, and she was dating a married man at the mm-hmm. time. Of it's um, a recipe for when, disaster. When she went missing. Depends how you look at it. Um, she was unemployed with her <laughs> it was a like two-year-old. Um, but her mother, Diorma, reported that she was handling her life well and loved her son, William. It's not like... I mean, here, I'll pull up a map real quick. Um, okay. My mouse is downstairs, so I have to figure out how to... Use your trackpad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, actually, yeah, it's like the... the it's like... You know how New York has, like, that leg? Yeah. It's next to that leg. Oh. So it's, like, between um, Pennsylvania and then the leg of New York. So it's... Okay. Like, the northernest part that you could get to. I might be jumping ahead, but did she say, like, why she was taking this trip and going there That is up for debate. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, she told her mom she was going to go visit a high school friend Mm -hmm. who was currently living in Bergen County, New Jersey. Um... Her friend used to live in house school, moved to New Jersey. She was planning on driving there to visit her friend. It's a, a roughly 1,400 miles. It's a big trip. Mm-hmm. And her friend's name was Melissa Shepard, who, not saying that it's relative, but was a club dancer at the time. Um, she, she told her mom that she'd be back in four days, which, to pick up William. It's a short amount of time. Yeah, it distance. it seems like she was planning on driving there in two days and, and returning in two days. Back, yeah. yeah, so like what, like staying with her friend for like thirty minutes? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. Line. So the the she said that she was visiting a friend. Yeah, the we'll get to that. Yeah, but like that's the part the why she was visiting a friend is up for debate. Mm. Um. So four days. She would return for William. She rented a car. For the record, it was a white 1993 Plymouth Acclaim. Like a four-door car. Um, And so later, police were talking to sources to find out more about her trip. And people told her that Denise was going to New Jersey to help Shepard deal with some kind of trouble. That would kind of make sense if it was a quick, I mean, it was 94, so, like, if she needed a quick $500, mm-hmm. I'm drive it there, drop it off, come back mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the case, but it, would, but it, it seems like it was a, a quick turnaround if it was going to be four days. So then, jump forward to April 12th, so two days into her trip. She stops in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, Whew. which is close to home. Um, and it's just under 200 miles from Bergen County. Okay. 
So it's like 190 something. Mm-hmm. Um, she stopped at the Pike Motel and she called her friend, Shepard, um, at around 7.30 at night. Um, they made a plan. Shepard was going to meet her at the motel. So she was going to drive the 200 miles, mm-hmm. meet her there. And um, she told her, I'll be there around midnight. So, then, 8 p.m., Denise talks to the front desk clerk at the Pike Motel and asks um, him for directions to the nearest McDonald's. That was the last time anyone saw her. Allegedly. They said they they watched her get in her rental car and leave the parking lot. And that was the last anybody saw her. So then... The next day, April 13th, 1994, shortly after midnight, her friend arrives at the motel. She knocks on the door. Nobody answers. She tells the clerk, hey, I need to get in there. He unlocks the door with the master key, and inside, all of Denise's belongings were in there, um, including the room key. Her suitcase was sitting open on the bed with some clothes laid out next to it on it on the bed. There was a magazine and a pack of cigarettes on the table next to the bed, and um, the bed was unslept in. So it looked like Denise came in, opened her suitcase, put out some clothes, laid down a magazine or a pack of cigarettes, and then called her friend and then Mm -hmm. left. At 5.30, jumping five hours into the future, they found her rental car. It was in a remote wooded area along State Route 274 near Tuscarora State Park mm-hmm. near New Germantown. It was about 35 miles north of the motel. Mm-hmm. The car was found in the westbound, westbound lane just in the middle of the road. Like she just stopped abruptly. Didn't pull off to the side. It was in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. The driver and the passenger side doors both open. And not, like, unlocked. They were open. They were wide open. The car was out of gas, and the battery was dead. The hazard lights were switched on, but apparently motorists had driven by, and I guess because it's a hazard being in the middle of the road not moving, they tried to turn it on, the hazard lights on, but the battery was dead. Mm -hmm. Um, I only saw one source that said that. She could have tried to turn them on, and the battery was dead. Mm -hmm. She could have even maybe had them on because the car was there for so long, the battery died. Yeah. Also, the doors were were open. Yeah. So, I I know that if you leave your car door open, the battery will die after some time. Um, The car was also, and also keep in mind, this was a rental car. Mm -hmm. So, when she left three days prior, they had, they know exactly how many miles were on it. Mm -hmm. They know what condition it was in. Mm -hmm. So, at this time, it was out of gas. It was damaged. There were scratches up and up and up on the side, and it was dirty. There were mud splattered all over it. So, inside the car, they found empty soda bottles, um, a pair of shoes, maps, Hardee's trash. So maybe she couldn't find McDonald's, so she settled for Hardee's, mm. um, so and some French fries. There was a small amount of marijuana, as well as other unspecified and quote. Indications of criminal activity. That's broad. Yeah. I don't know what that means. There was nothing I could find regarding what that meant. And then her wallet was found. 
And then other then they said that there was no sign of struggle, but I feel like the doors were wide open. What other signs of struggle? Like what I else? I mean, she could have gotten out willingly. Yeah, we'll do like somebody... we're gonna theorize okay, later. Because okay. I have a pretty strong theory, and I I honestly can't think of any other possibility. So I'd be interested to hear if you guys had any theories mm-hmm. that were different than mine. Um, they found her Denise's change purse containing a small amount of cash in a nearby ditch. And here's the real curveball. The odometer had an extra 700 miles on it that could not be accounted for. They do not know how she racked up 700 extra miles. They, and they tracked her movements and it doesn't, it's a, like a crazy extra amount. Yeah, that's a lot of miles unaccounted for. Yes. So. How much time was between when she like supposedly left the motel and when it was She left at 8 o'clock. And they found it at 5. At 5.30 in the morning, yeah. Okay. So, the authorities believed that the car was driven off-road because mm-hmm. of the scratch and the mud. Um, and so that there were, in the area, it was a wooded area, so there were several hunting cabins in the area. And initially, they combed the area with helicopters and dogs, but they could find no sign of Denise. Um, they pieced together a timeline from witness accounts and telephone logs. Uh, witnesses placed so this is where I think you could kind of understand the extra mileage but I just 700 miles is excessive to mm-hmm. me well, and it takes a lot of time to do that much yeah it's like if you're going I mean 60 miles per hour it's gonna take you I don't know 8 9 hours something like that you're gonna do the math real quick yeah I don't feel like doing math on 11 hours Ele- like it's a whole that's a lot that's of a time. Re- that's that crazy. To... So, witnesses put Denise in Schaeferstown in Lebanon County, okay. which is 55, 55 miles east of the motel. Mm-hmm. And, in, and then they also put her in Burnville in Berks County, which is 65 miles northeast of the motel, 17 miles northeast of Schaeferstown. So it's like she went east and then up a little bit, but then she returned to the Carlisle area where she ended up in New Germantown, which again was um, 35 miles, kind of like northwest-ish of the motel. So I also want to point out this was 1994, so she didn't have a smartphone giving her directions. Can I ask a question? Yes. Um... Were these witnesses identifying the car or her? I just found that they placed Denise at this location. Okay. They, I don't, couldn't find times either. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how they did that. Okay. Um, troopers knew that she had been driving for days without rest mm-hmm. because she made it to Carlisle in two days. Um, and they believed drug use was involved because of the marijuana in the car right. and other unspecified criminal activity. Um, and she obviously ran out of gas. Um, that that was That is what... So the current trooper who is in charge of the case, his name is John Boardman, and that is what he reported. They also reported that she 
they know that she got lost during her drive and got turned around a couple times. Like on her way to Carlisle? Throughout the journey. Okay. Police Sergeant Bill Goodhart said if she had stayed on the interstate that she had been on on Tuesday, she would have arrived at her destination in New Jersey in about an hour and a half. Instead, she drove about an hour and a half out of her way Mm -hmm. to get to Carlisle, where she was then like three miles away or three hundred three hours away from her destination. Right. He said, quote, I think she was lost, but somebody may have been giving her wrong directions. So then here's a little bizarre quip. Thanksgiving, 1994. So that all was in April. Now we're in Thanksgiving. Remember how Denise had a boyfriend who was married? Yeah. Mm-hmm. His wife claimed that she received a call from Denise on Thanksgiving. Mm. She said Denise told her that she had gotten married and wouldn't be returning home. <laughs> yeah, police don't believe that Denise actually made that call. And also, she has a kid who yeah. apparently she loved quite a bit. Yeah. So, not sure. I, mm. I don't believe that. Yeah. Um... So, the aftermath, so to speak, when asked about the reported trouble that Denise was going to help Shepard with, um, she stopped cooperating and talking to the police, and currently her whereabouts are unknown. Hmm. Um, Sounds fishy. Yeah. Also, William was raised by his grandparents, Mm -hmm. so he's okay. And Denise's mother said that it is uncharacteristic of Denise to leave without warning. The family had her legally declared dead, though, um, and no suspects have been named by police. But they believe that they've spoken to someone who knows more than they have said. Hmm. So, like, they believe that somebody that they spoke to is holding back. Foul play is suspected, and the trooper who's currently in charge, um, Trooper Boardman, said, quote, she is definitely hung around with not the greatest crowd. But by all accounts, she was a good friend, she was a good person, she was a good mother. Um, And then also, fun fact, Cumberland County Lab has VMD, which is vacuum metal deposition that can get fingerprints off a cloth. Mm, And they've they've submitted fingerprints. Um, The last update I could get was 2020. Um, So two years ago, they've submitted fingerprints from cloth. Mm Mm-hmm. And Boardman believes that, um, hopefully that will. Cloth from the car? I would think so. Okay. Um, he believes that there were some missteps in the initial search teams Mm -hmm. who neglected trails in and around the area where her car was found and also neglected some crime scenes. So I'm wondering if he thinks that they focused too heavily on the car and not enough on the motel room Mm -hmm. or... Like the woods? Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, I mean, Pennsylvania, like, we have a lot of woods. It's probably hard to cover all. So then here are two, like, really interesting notes. Mm-hmm. All right. Boardman said that although Shepard, her friend, said that she had no connection to the mid-state, she did receive a call from the Carlisle area 17 hours before Denise ever arrived there. Who Denise received a call? No. So Shepherd. her friend oh, oh, oh. Okay. who she was going she to go to visit. 
got a call from the from area. S- the area, the seven one seven area, seventeen hours before Denise ever got to Carlisle. Interesting. But she told police that she does has no connection to Mid State, PA Central mm-hmm. PA. Also, District Attorney De- David Freed said that there is a theory that illegal drug trafficking was involved, but no one is sure of that. So, um, I mean, are you ready for my theory or do you guys want to give me yours? You want to hear mine first? I want to hear yours first. Okay. So first of all, I, I was talking to a friend and I was like, I don't want to get sued for making <laughs> accusations, but at the same time, if they don't know where she is, if she sues me, there she is. <laughs> You're welcome. So... I think that, I mean, they be, they said that Denise had some sketchy friends. One of them could be Melissa Tre- Shepard, who mm-hmm. was in trouble with perhaps some kind of drug dealers. And this is my opinion. Perhaps she owed a significant amount of money. And perhaps she was exchanging her debt for a 32-year-old woman. Or the trafficking situation. Yes. It seems odd to me that she would receive a call from a place that she claimed to not have any connection to and where her friend ultimately went missing right yeah also i think it's an interesting point that so if she got to like let's say she made it to point b and she pulled over to give her friend a call because in 1994 maybe she didn't print out MapQuest to give her directions and she was like hey where do i go from here to her friend who is from Haskell, somehow made it to New Jersey. Maybe she knows the way. Yeah. And she said, where do I go from here? And her friend told her, hey, if you go this way, you'll get here in an hour and a half. And so Denise followed that instruction, and after an hour and a half, she was pulled over and was like, hey, I'm not there yet. What happened? And her friend was like, oh, you must have made a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Because it just seems weird to me that if she had stayed on the interstate, she would have gotten to her destination in an hour and a half, but instead she ended up an hour and a half north. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her friend could have even, not like deliberately misled her with directions, but could have even contacted her and been like, hey, change of plans. Um, you know, I have to go here or whatever. I want you to go to this motel instead in Carlisle, PA, and I will come there and meet you. Like, not, like, tried to lie to her and give her false directions, but tried to get her you somewhere else on accent. purpose. Oh, okay, so... Yeah, like, deliberately said, hey, instead of coming all the way out here, I want you to go to this motel, and I'm going to meet you there, and we can exchange or talk or whatever it is that we need, so that she wouldn't have her coming all the way out to where she was in Jersey. It's just... And then also... But, like, then you also have to think, like, okay, where did the 700 extra miles come from? Yeah. Because yeah. I know that they said that she got lost... But it just, so, like, I tried to, like, will you pull up your calculator real quick? Yeah. So, they clocked her 55 miles east, 
And then also 17 miles northeast. And then um, that location back to the motel is 65 miles. And then also she ended up 35 miles away. So that is... 172. An extra almost 200 miles to her trip. So, so if she just... If she did 200 loop, 200 mile loops, I don't know, four times throughout her journey. But then like the timeline, like it's... Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, she wouldn't have gotten there as quickly as she did if she had done an extra 700 Are... miles. They accounting the, like, amount of time she probably got, like, lost on the way to Carlisle in those miles? I mean, because, I, I, like, I feel like that's how they're, like, saying that, um... They're, like, explaining it a little bit? Yeah, they're kind of like, she obviously got lost. Yeah. Because how else do you account for those 700 extra miles? But then also, I don't know. Like, it just seems like... But she also got there pretty quickly, and if it was extra 700 miles, it was, what, 11 hours, your thing said? Yeah, for, if she's going 60 miles. So I like, feel like, like, unless, the time like, isn't even she's pulling for. over and stuff. But then they also are so sure that she didn't rest the whole way there. Yeah. So I feel like they have, like, they have a timeline set. Yeah, for her Where they're, like, over. there's no time for her to pull over and stop and sleep. Mm-hmm. She got there awake. Yeah. Which also, it's... A long trip. Yeah. I, I think I did the math, and it was like... That's a long way to shoot straight across without having to stop and sleep. Yeah, and I know they said the drug use was involved, so away. I don't know I don't know if they found marijuana, and then the other indications of criminal activity were more drugs, mm-hmm. or I know that sometimes if you have, like, large amounts of money, they're like, that's criminal. Yeah. I feel like you need something to keep yourself awake for that kind of driving. Yeah. Non-stop. And she wasn't, like, seen with anyone at the hotel, in the motel? Like, she didn't, like, pick someone up No, the clerk said that she asked where the nearest McDonald's was, and then she got in her car and she left. The thing that strikes me weird is the condition that the car was left in with both doors being open. Well, also that it was covered in mud and damaged. Because did she go off-roading? Or my initial thought was maybe... Two people grabbed her, took over the car, did something in mud, and... Well, okay, so I just had this thought. What if she... Because she's been awake for, like, two days. What if she kind of fell asleep at the wheel, drove off-road, and that's what caused the damage to the car? It wasn't, like, a big event. It was just, like, she fell asleep and then pulled back on. But why are both doors open? Okay, so then she... Because that's what first brought me to, like, two people. I was Mm. telling my friend about this case, and what we kind of theorized was that she was just driving for 172 miles, more than she expected, ran out of gas, Mm -hmm. and, like, that would explain why she just stopped in the middle of the road. And then maybe she turned on her hazards, and she opened her door and was, like, standing outside waiting for somebody. Um... And then I don't know why the passenger, maybe somebody grabbed her and then opened the passenger door to try and, like, grab more stuff. I don't know. But it would yeah. explain, it would if she was out of the car, it would explain why there was no signs of struggle in the car. Mm-hmm. There's also, like, a, a setup kind of thing that people do to try and carjack people or to rob them where they'll act like their car is broken down in the middle mm-hmm. of the road or they'll have somebody in a group, like, lay prostrate in the road so people will stop, get out of their car to check it out 
Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I thought when she said the car was on the doors open. Like, she stopped because something was there, and she felt like, I need to get out and check this out. Oh, I thought doors... you were going to say that she was, the, like, setting someone up. Oh, no. I was thinking she stopped because somebody was in the road or something was in the road, and she stopped and got out to check it out, and then she was attacked or taken or whatever. But that's also, I'm coming to the two doors. Sounds like she had a passenger who also opened their door. Like, they both got out. I mean, she could have picked somebody up. She was on the road for an extra... Yeah, yeah. all this time on a car. And then also, if she left at 8, that's nine and a half hours until they yeah. found her car. And if she was involved in some kind of criminal activity, there could very well have been other people involved, and she picked somebody up on her way. I maybe, do think it's Maybe weird. the trouble that... Maybe it was more of like a, I just need somebody to help deliver something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I got you. Let me... Although, like, it, I mean, if I lived in New Jersey and needed something done in Carlisle and you lived in Oklahoma, I would be like, hey, can you do this for me? I know that it's, like, 1,400 miles away and it's only 300 miles from me. Yeah. But, like, but if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Leaving I, your baby behind. I got shit the mail. Let say, like, be a real team player. Mm-hmm. But that would make, that would yeah. kind of make sense if, I mean, one, if she was going to do something illegal it would make sense why she would tell her parents something different. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with a conviction already on her record. Is the fraud her only conviction? That's the only reported conviction. I'm not really getting, like, I feel like she's more, I'm getting more Do you think she turned her life around when she had a baby? I'm getting more of a victim vibe from her. I don't think she was, like, involved in in anything. But... The other thing I'm thinking Could about is, blackmail. like, it feels like it's definitely, like, something bigger than, like, someone just happened upon her or something. Mm-hmm. Because It seems like something, there was a plan. There was weed sinister. in the car. Mm-hmm. There was her purse in the car, right? Mm-hmm. Wallet. And then they found her, her changed change purse, purse with cash in it in the room. It wasn't a robbery. So it wasn't about, like, that, like, tiny amount of stuff. Yeah. So, like, also, either there were french like fries something in the was car. bigger. It clearly wasn't robbery. Because they, they don't want the fries. fries. Yeah. They're hearty fries, though. Hardy's yeah. fries. They're not McDonald's. But the plan was McDonald's. That's yeah. why she's gone. You know, Because she got Hardy's instead of McDonald's. When you said McDonald's, I was really wanting a McFlurry now. Sorry, the machine's broken. Actually, it's only, like, five. It shouldn't be broken. I don't know. It shouldn't be. Probably Actually, segue at 2 a.m. the other shit the other night at work. Um, we all wanted, like, we need a McDonald's real bad because it was a really endless, like, just constant flow of, like, patients coming in and out. Um, and we DoorDash McDonald's and I, like, put, like, McFlurries on there, like, on a whim. Just fully prepared that it was going to be like. No, we can't get those. And they actually came. Wow. At 2 a.m. And I was like, this is perfect. Anyway. So the machine works at 2 a.m. At least to the one in Philly. <laughs> um, on a Sunday. Yeah. So here, okay. Back to the case. Yeah. I think that there was a plan. Because one, that call made to her friends 17 hours before she got there with no known connections. Right. Um, two, the, it, I can't get past the fact that if she stayed on the road for an hour and a half, she would have gotten to where she was supposed to go, mm-hmm. but she ended up an hour and a half north. The timing seems too perfect mm-hmm. to me. Like, I, I really feel that somebody said, go this way, and you'll get here in an hour and a half. 
and she drove for an hour and a half and then said, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And called and was like, what is going on? And they were like, oh, right. you must have made a wrong turn. That kind of thing. Um, and then three, the trouble seems that she was going to go help a friend out stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. And four, the fact that her friend, when was asked about the trouble, went off the grid. Right. Yeah. And stop talking to police. Because even if you're worried about getting in trouble for something else, a lot of times they'll make deals and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, it's more important for us to find this missing person than to... Also, if she was your friend, I feel like you would be yeah. okay with that. Alright, so, one of our theories. My theory is that it was a setup, and she was kidnapped to be part of, like, a human trafficking thing. I'm dissatisfied with the amount of information we have. I have questions. I apologize. I feel like you're coming at me. <laughs> no, 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 not you. And I just tried. at the case in general. There are things I want to know. I'm so curious about the car situation. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of stuck on the car situation. I well, think... How so? Well, because there's two doors. I'm off there's mud in the car, which my... F- like, as soon as you said that, my first thing is, like, did some... Like, did they take her... Did two people overpower her in the car, do something with her in the woods, get mud all over the car, drive the car, and then realize it was running out of gas, and then just abandon it in the middle of the road? So I, what I theorized was that maybe they were following her, waiting for her to run out of gas, knowing but that she, she had cash and she was on the road for this right. long. I mean, that's like, risky, because what if she just doesn't want to well, No, no, no. I'm saying, like, if they, if they started at the motel... Where the phone, like, if they started in Carlisle, where her friend got a call 17 hours before. Yeah. And they were like, let's wait until she's secluded, or she's got to be low on gas at this point. Let's let's just Did wait they... for, an, a per, like, a perfect opportunity to grab her. And I'm picturing maybe three or four people mm-hmm. involved. Two people grab her, and the other two go to the car, one on each side. And start searching for something. I don't know what they'd be searching for because they left marijuana. They left her wallet. And they left other indications of criminal activity in the car. So I don't know what they could have been searching for. Definitely not french fries because they left those. Maybe the other food because nobody goes to Hardee's for just french fries. Mm. What does Hardee's even have? I don't even know. They took forever to get me my order once and then I'm boycotting them. I've never had Hardee's, I don't think. Um, it's across from the hospital. Yeah. Uh, I lived in Virginia. I so got Hardee's until one time they took forever with my food. And I was like, nah, fuck My that. only thing with the gas is she obviously, like, had cash. And she, like, but if they she didn't know or she... She didn't even know where the nearest McDonald's was. Yeah, but she was driving around enough. Like, you don't you think you would have passed yeah, a gas station? Even if you're not in a familiar area, I mean, that's more of a reason to your gas. Yeah, here's something that we haven't considered. it's a little, like, risky following her. Like, even if it's for, like, so many hours and, like... She would have to run out of gas eventually, but like, who's how would they have known that she was like low on gas or something? And how do you follow there? somebody for that long without right. being like, wow, yeah, you've been behind me for three well, hours? Well, here's the thing: <laughs> this white van is following me a really long time. Yeah. Okay, eight o'clock, sun's down. It's hard to know exactly that's the same car because all you're seeing is headlights. She's also probably door. sleep deprived at this point. Yeah, but here's the other thing: here's something we didn't talk about. They said drug use was involved. Mm-hmm. There was marijuana in the car. What if she was under the influence of something? That mm-hmm. would ex- that would be more likely that she gets lost if that she can't think straight. Her. Plus, if she's sleep deprived. 
Are we sure it's not like a Tesla that just drives itself? And, like she just. Well, like, yes, because oh. remember it was in 1994, mm-hmm. and also they said she was driving a white 1993 Plymouth Acclaim. I meant to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you sure? Well, they said that. Oh, okay. It was a rental, so I think they wrote that down. The phone call that Shepard got 17 hours before, how do they know about the phone call? Did she tell them, or did they figure out I think out they got phone telephone records. records. Okay. They probably did that to corroborate the phone call that, like, Denise made to her, and then yeah. they were probably, like, looking For the timeline. Through, yeah, and we're probably, like, looking through Shepard's records and being like, huh, you made a call. I think that was probably around the same time that she stopped talking to them. That's a weird one. Yeah. That's a weird one. Maybe she got abducted. I think I aliens. think that there's a strong possibility. I think that oh, by aliens. Yeah, just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> Might as well. Make I mean, if we're just gonna be throwing shit against the wall, maybe wolves grabbed her. Ooh, we don't yeah. have wolves in Pennsylvania. Don't we? I don't think we do. I think we might. We have bears. We do have bears. They were they in a state bear park. Doesn't mean we have wolves here. Okay, I'm gonna. Look Are it you up. gonna Google it? Yeah. Okay. Mm, do we have wolves in Pennsylvania? We have coyotes. Um, I don't think we have wolves. <laughs> it popped right up. Also, the second <laughs> one, the yeah. second search was, do we have wolves in Louisiana? Oh! That's another no. question. No, I don't think so. In the heart of Pennsylvania Dutch country, quietly secured on an 80 plus acres of natural woodland, you will find the home of wolves of Speedwell. Okay, but just is that one spot? Wait, at Speedwell Forge. <laughs> well, wait, are they like in the wild or is a that quiet... like a sanctuary? Hey, was she near Speedwell? Hold on. At <laughs> Speedwell <laughs> Forge, a quiet haven just north of the town of Littitz, PA. Littitz. <laughs> I know I know how to say it. I just wanted to say Littitz. Wait, did you, you've seen the SNL Jeopardy. Oh, uh, this is like a refugee yeah, thing that's, for yeah, wolves. Yeah, get out of here. A refuge? You're really going to ask the vet to have you? They've been through a lot. <laughs> They've really been through a no. lot. Okay, well, how about this? Uh, a fucking eagle grabbed her. How about that? So you had said when you first told us about the dirt on the car and stuff that there were a lot of hunting cabins and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think a hunter grabbed her? No, no, no. But I think that could have been uh, when she was... I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the mode of the Yeah, I don't think anybody knows. Yeah. I think one person. I think a couple black people She know. probably was like... I think I mean, your theory she, that she drove off because she was tired is also valid. Or, But how did she get back in the car? Like, pushing the car out of, like, a ditch or something? I mean, if it was raining I mean, at all along her route and she was off the side of the road, drove it off, whatever. It would have splattered. splattered yeah. Like, but the mud in the car or on the car? It was splattered on the car. It on was a white car, car so, like, okay. muddy. Money and but you know, if she what was, was the weather that day. One day it was. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Doppler radar. Well, I mean, there was mud on the car. So I'm mean, gonna say wet. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that her friend, you know, got her to go to Carlisle at, at the last minute stood in New Jersey, and then gave her some backwards directions to some obscure hunting cabin. She was like, "You're gonna meet me here," and. Her, We're gonna, her friend is definitely her suspicious. sketchy. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what they're talking about. That, like, is 1994 club anything. dancer. Mm. What club? I don't know. Somewhere in New Jersey. She probably worked the in The Wolf Club. <gasps> Crack the case. She probably yeah. worked in New York City and lived in Jersey. That's what my I mean, does. if I was going to be a club dancer and live in New Jersey, I would just trans. Yeah. I would just commute. Trans what? I would just transport. My body. 
in a car. I would transport my body via vehicle. Okay. Or public transportation. All right. So on April thirteenth, nineteen ninety four. Did you actually find it? You didn't yeah. Okay. Weather records we are like crazy. We need the weather crazy. for like three days leading up. Because if it rained hard, it could be muddy a couple days later. You're so smart. Remember that it rained two days before my wedding, and then we couldn't have the bonfire because it was muddy. Same yes. Thing. That was just, like, a minute ago, so yes. I really enjoy that you, like, rounded the conversation back to it. I gotta figure out these. Oh, it was a windy day. Ooh. Okay, so precipitation was pretty good. Not a lot, though. Okay. There was, like, 0.13 inches. In rain? Yeah, for just, like, half an hour. Okay. And this is April? Yeah, April 10th. April's muddy, though. April, April, April showers. April and PA, snow melt. Okay, there so was like a high of 23 mile winds. If it was a snowy winter and it had been warming up, it would have been all muddy from the snow melt. Was it a snowy winter? I don't have any answers for you. I, I'm i checking I'm checking all the days now. That's fine. I'm there gonna, was zero rain on the 11th. I'm going to round back to your theory, Drew, of Okay, Shepherd. did you hear that there was zero rain yes. on the 11th? Yes. Okay. Um, For... It What's was her name chilly. Maggie Shepherd? Is that her name? Melissa. Melissa. It was chilly, guys. Um, there was like a high of fifty degrees. Yeah, it was April. Sorry, You've I thought been it was here, right. Yeah, I thought it was like sp- spring. Yeah, but April's April's goofy. Well, like March is like always like bitter cold because it's in the transition. But like April, like especially the early April's April, I oh, would say April's when the daffodils. That in like the three days leading up to her oh, disappearance, daffodils. it was like. It wasn't raining a lot. I understand what you're saying, so but at the same time, there had to be fucking mud somewhere. So but, like, also with the amount of miles, maybe, like, the car dro- drove so somewhere so far that it did rain in that area. Ten That's days true. later, the yeah. high was 64. Okay. Can we, That's true. Cool. we don't know when the Let's, mud got on the vehicle. That's true. Let's I would think, though, that if it happened back. in Oklahoma, it would be gone or kind of gone uh, or dry. It could be dry. Did, they said they mud, just... not dirt. Mm. Let's yeah, let's circle back and wrap this up. Yeah, how are you doing on time? Forty three minutes. Oh, okay. it seems 44. like it seems like our average time is going to be like yeah. forty five minutes. I think that's fair. With we ads, a, that'll hey, be like an hour. And we have a lot of like oh my minutes of ads in. Hey guys, on my birthday, it was high of eighty three degrees. So, I'm going to circle back to your theory, because of Shepard disappearing, I think she, there, there had to be something very organized happening, and the fact that she just disappeared, like... I think that there are too many coincidences. I think there's, like, a circle that's I am concerned that she got sold into something, or... Yeah. Yeah. Not just killed right away, I think that she ended up I mean, she was 30, um, two-ish. And I mean, here's a photo of her. How how well did she know this girl? High school. Like really close to high school, or just? I mean, close enough that she was willing to drive from Oklahoma to Jersey for a quick. Mm. I hey, I gotta run over there and help her out. Yeah, and you wouldn't. I don't think you would do that for somebody that you didn't feel like you were close to. You don't know me. Fair. I would do that for somebody that I feel like I was close to. Bailey would. Jump on Very a plane. Very people I would do that for. Lacey, on your birthday, there was a high of 93. Okay. Gross. Do we have any other thoughts, like closing arguments or anything for this? Closing arguments. I think we're all in close agreement with, we think that Shepard is much more involved. She's than definitely that. involved. Yeah. I, yeah. 
I mean, I don't want to say definitely because I don't really want to get sued. I'm going to say she definitely will. You know what? The fact that she's not talking and she just disappeared is definitely scary. That's the girl. Uh, That's oh. Karen Denise Wells. Okay. She's, her her I hair think she's is cute. so 90s. Well, yeah. And also her glasses are yeah. 90s. Um, I think the whole picture is 90s because that's the last time anybody saw her. <laughs> that but... makes sense because that was the 90s. Okay, but, yeah. It was a little bit of a bummer. I mean, I guess they're all, any unsolved thing is kind of a bummer, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought of, like, with the sightings of her, maybe, like, first of all, that car is, like, I googled it, it looks like the most, you think of an old 90s car. Yeah. It looks like that. Like the most basic car? Yeah, the most basic. So, like, are are the victim statements true that they're seeing that car? I mean, also, at night. And also, like, could it have been, like, say she got taken by a group, could have, like, one of them, like, taken the car as a countermeasure just to, like, screw up, like... I would like to say, though, leaving it in the road seems to be as effective as getting rid of it because... We yeah, still don't no know idea. what the fuck yeah. happened to her. She could have been taken very shortly after leaving the motel. And somebody then else like, got in her let's car drive and it like, and like until confused. it runs out of gas. Yeah. yeah. Leave it and their buddy hey, pulled behind that is, the van and I didn't in. think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they could have snatched her as soon as she left Hardee's. Yep. Well, fin- let her or finish eating first because all they found were fries. How do we know the Hardee's was her? Oh, they should have run DNA. Maybe well, that's the fingerprints. They were dusting the Maybe that's their theory. That somebody else was driving the car. Because it's a rental, so it probably would have been full of fingerprints and stuff. Did well, they, don't they don't clean they them? Clean yeah, but like... But did they do it in 94? But when you clean out rental car, you clean I into like high two. DNA evidence. I was or? Mm. I was afraid. Mm. Okay. Oh. All right, well, um, should we do the same thing where we ask you listeners if they want to... Yeah, leave share a comment. your thoughts. Okay. Or a Venmo. <laughs> leave a Venmo. <laughs> Leave a tip and an idea. Oh my god. Alright, um, so. What did you point at? Right there, here. Okay. Go ahead. I'm not ready. We should just record this too and play it each time as well. <laughs> so that poor Lacey doesn't have to be put on the spot each time. You can't take it away. No, where are we? Well, that was sinister. And we were sarcastic. Thanks for listening. Is that what it's? You just sure. We hope I can't you, read it. Keep, we, oh, and we hope you keep listening. All right, well, I'm going to start Bye. Over. Are we doing uh, it again? Well, uh, that was sinister. And we were sarcastic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. All right. One, okay. two, three. Well, that was sinister. And we were sarcastic. And we hope you keep listening. Bye. Bye.